New England at Washington, pair of two of one teams. Tom Brady says, well, you guys are the left, let's go. But if Yannick O'Halate, oh, hey, picked off. And uh, the Patriots down 6-3. Brady picked off twice in the first half. He would be picked off three in all because there's another one. Next Patriots drive, it's Champ Bailey right before halftime. Washington had the lead 20-3. The Patriots fumbled inside their own five, and Washington puts one in for the lead. But now Brady playing with the sore and the bad knee. Sore elbow. Watch this to David Gibbons. Is that pretty or what, Tom? 20-10 Patriots within 10. All right, so now maybe it's a game. It's a 20-10 game, and uh, Brady has a fullback named Larry Centers. So what does he do? He catches the ball. It's a seven-yard touchdown. So on third and 16, Spurrier, who ran more than he threw, make a note of that. To Patrick Ramsey, is this pretty to Lavernius Coles? But they rule it incomplete, and they review it, Tom, and they, they view that... He didn't have to, the ground helped him make the catch. Whatever it was, it was close, but the Patriots get the ball. But on third and four from the 40, a draw play to centers. Only two. And so it would be a 55-yard kicker. Vinatieri is one of the best in the game, but not necessarily one of the longest. So now on fourth to three, it's incomplete. And just like that, they get a break. A series of curious plays by the Patriots. Wow. What a breakdown there from Chris Berman. That's what it sounded like on ESPN. And, well, it is time for us to pick up week four of the 2003 season, our 20th anniversary look back. Week four, September 28th, a 20-17 to 17 loss at Washington. Uh, by the way, Fourier started in that game. And got uh, three catches for 31 yards. Ooh. And joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is also another guy who started in that game. Multiple-time Super Bowl champion, friend of the show, and here to tell us all about that game is our buddy Joe Andruzzi from the Joe Andruzzi Foundation. Joe, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I didn't have any catches in that game myself. So. <laughs> you did I, not. You had great blocks. Yeah, the reason Fourier made a catch is because that's right. You picked up the linebackers ah, so that Fourier could then catch it over the middle. Does that bring back any memories that that yeah, game? Does that, that bring that's back? Only if, that's only if Brady actually remembered to throw the ball to him. Yeah. Go ahead, boys. <laughs> okay, up. so okay, so Joe, I I saw you about I don't know maybe a couple months ago, and we we rehashed this. I want to do it again because I have told this story a hundred times about. Playing the 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 at the time the Washington Red, Redskins and then we had a play we had that it was like overload overload right or left where the right tackle I think it was Tom Ashworth would go to the left and then I would be right next to you a tight end playing tackle and then at that time yeah. there was a check with me play red correct me if I'm wrong meant we were running the the play to the right blue hello. Uh, we're not very bright there uh, when we were play running the play to the left. <laughs> and then in this game, I think we ran it like three times. And every single time, Joe, he, Brady, you know, like, called the wrong color. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. you Because I remember it the, the same way. He calls black. And he's calling your number, black 88. And he, he, like, he thought it was like some other play. He thought he was audible in, but then he didn't know what was going on. So... And that was one of the games where uh, you know, Tom, I don't think, knew where he was. Well, so, Joe, so I went back and looked at this game, and I want you to listen to this because I think this this play it was the second, it was the second or third play of the game uh, that we ran in reverse, 
and listen. I think it's Phil Sims that actually comment uh, comments on the way Brady looks and feels. I think Tom Brady. I don't know if he got shook up there having the block on the reverse as a quarterback. Remember, you are always oh, sticks his head in there. Just go with their feet. They'll jump over you. That's all you need to do. Don't be a hero. So, Joe, when I when I looked at that and I saw it, uh, you don't have the video, but he was grabbing his head. It's almost like he couldn't get up. Can you imagine? That was the second play of the game. Now, this is a hunch. I don't know this for sure, that he possibly could have played that entire game with a concussion. That's a possibility. Uh, I also know he was hurting. So he's on other medication, I'm sure, some kind of, uh, you know, um, maybe turtle or something. But uh, you turn around and, you know, all I remember is, you know, constantly coming back to the sideline at each series and him absolutely messing it up. And he keeps telling us, don't worry about it. I got it now, guys. I got it now. I won't say, I won't say black. I won't say black. And then the next friggin' play, He's sitting over there, and he's yelling, Black 88. And we're all looking up. You probably see in that film that you have right there. I'm in my three-point stand. I squatted down. I'm looking up at him saying, WTF? I don't want to say it on on the radio here, but are you kidding me? And he keeps going with the count, and everybody was all messed up. And get to the sideline. Charlie Weiss is uh, screaming at us, screaming at him. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those times where you just look back and you're like, holy cow, how did we ever make it through that game? And, you know, we almost came out with a win, but we didn't. I remember walking off the field with him and, like, being angry and, like, irritated about this guy who's so smart and gifted could not get a, a basic blue-red call right on a play that was so easy based on the front. And he had, he had told me, he's like, he got dinged. And then, he, so yeah. I, then I felt bad for yelling at him. I wonder if you feel bad now. No, I don't feel bad. You know, it happened. You, know, you, know, this, you, know, you got dinged at times, and uh, you know there was no uh, protocol back then. It was, uh, I'm sure Gresh knows, it's the same thing. You got your bell rung. Get back out there. Smelling, but, uh, smelling yeah, salt? That, yeah, that, Joe, it, Joe, it was smelling salts, and how many fingers am I holding up? Oh, you're in the right zip code. Get yeah. back out there, kid. Go so get him. <laughs> Our guy Joe Andruzzi is with us, taking a walk down memory lane of the 03 championship season. And, Joe, I do want to take a half a step backwards outside of this week four game against Washington. It was a very tumultuous preseason with everything that went on with Lawyer Malloy. And then, of course, you guys didn't get off to the most blazing start. There was the Tom Jackson comments as well. But you were a veteran, you'd been around the league. What was your view at the time of what to like those of us on the outside? It looked chaotic, but what was it like for you, Joe Andrewsy, in that room, in that locker room, and around that team at that time? Yeah, we couldn't do nothing about lawyer, uh, but you know we were all surprised. He's a team leader, but uh, you know, name the game is uh, not for long, and it, it is a business. So, you know, he turned around and you know he. They had to make a decision, and he uh, he chose to uh, go elsewhere. And then, uh, well, he didn't go. I'm saying they traded him off. But uh, you know, overall, and then you know, with uh, the comments that were going around the media, it's just like you know, everybody wants to take down the the, the team that's at top at the top. So you know, for us, you know, block it out. Don't listen. You know, I don't think in my you know, my 10 years, I don't think I ever listened to a sports radio show 
or anything during my career because, uh, you know, you didn't want to hear it. You didn't want to get it in your mind. And, you know, uh, it's called, uh, I, don't know, I can't even say it, but uh, <laughs> mind F yourself. Yeah. Mind F yourself. You do that. So, so you know, that old saying within the locker room and, you know, even like counter counteracting yourself and watching a film of uh, playing an all pro guy and, you know, you're worried about, oh my gosh, you know, we got this guy's week, you know, yeah, these guys, they put on the pads the same way we do. So you got to go out there and play to the best of your ability. And, you know, that's how you got to go week in and week out, but, and then block out the, the rest of the hoopla that's out there and don't let it get in your head. So uh, we're taking a walk down memory lane and along with this uh, on this walk is Joe and Drewzy. Um, so Joe, when you think about, uh, that week, right, it was a, a loss, just going back, there was a loss to the bills and then back-to-back wins against Philly and then the jets. So I'm assuming we all felt pretty good about ourselves go on the road and lose to a, uh, to the Washington Redskins, uh, whose head coach was Steve Spurrier. I don't think they won another game the rest of the year. I gotta go back and look at it, but they were horrible after that game was over. What was your opinion of the team? Well, we were in disarray, especially as an offense. And, you know, Tom was uh, out of it. And what did he throw? Four interceptions or four turnovers? Uh, right, there was four turnovers or something like that. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, I just I just remember the number four. It gives you the four interceptions or four turnovers. And, yeah, it's hard to win a game when, you, when you're handing the ball over to another team. You know, but, uh, you know, we were still in it with a guy that was uh, knocked, knocked up a little bit and – you know, we um, basically had to uh, come together as a team and try and help him, and that's what we came to. But the next, the following week, you know, we had to uh, take a step back to move forward, and you know, and so on and so on. So you know, we had to keep on getting bigger, faster, stronger, and be able to go out there one play at a time, one week at a time. Uh, Joe, do you sort of remember the feeling coming out of, of O2? Like I talked to Christian about it. He had joined the team and it was, wow, this team won the Super Bowl. And then it was kind of back down to earth a little bit. And it feels like in O3, there was kind of in a, a sort of a slow build to that football team in O3. Can you kind of, you know, sort of walk us through maybe through your eyes, where the organization and Belichick was at that point in time in terms of trying to build this thing for the long term? Well, coming back and, you know, trading, uh, you know, Bledsoe and then coming back and naming Tom the quarterback in 02. And, you know, we just, you know, we were pulling, we were putting pieces together. Christian came in, you came in 02, right, Chris? Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, so you came in 02, a couple other guys came in 02, and then 03 comes around, it's a revolving door. You know, 03, uh, some new guys joined us, and the core of the team was still there. You know, I was an old guy, Christian came in as an old guy, and Teddy, uh, Ted Johnson, uh, Pfeiffer was still there, Willie, all these guys that were, uh, you know, veteran guys that, knew what needed to, needed to t- happen week in and week out. We can't, you know, we can't look forward to the next game because you can forget about the game in front of you. And whether it was uh, training and uh, going into two days, which they don't even do anymore, and, you know, stuff like that, going into 03, you know, we knew we had to 
you know, come back together as a team. We had some new faces in the locker room. Um, you know, the stadium was still brand new. So, you know, coming in, coming in there and uh, piecing it together, being able to get the, uh, the guys on the same page, especially as an offense. But uh, I just think overall it's just a lot tougher these days. With, I mean, I know everybody's trying to save uh, the concussions and the brain and this and that, but I just feel like it's working a callus on your hand. And when we played back in the day, it was, you know, we were ready for the season. And the season, uh, you know, these days they start. I see a lot more injuries out there. Guys aren't ready. You, know, you look at the, like, the forefront, look at Aaron Rodgers. He barely played in the preseason. And he played four plays in the first game. And, you know, something like that happened. So, I mean, to me, just getting your body ready and getting, your, getting yourself ready is a huge part of this game. And then being able to be on the same page as an offense, you have to have all 11 guys on the same page. As a defense, you see it week in and week out. You know, Belichick is uh, – it did – you know, uh, if they shoot up everybody that's on defense, whether the special teams or not, you basically have like one play on a defense because they're interchanging parts on the field, off the field, on the field, off the field, and then you get special teams plays. You know, as an offense, I think, uh, you know, the 11 guys have to uh, be on the same page, and there's no third down specialist offensive lineman that I know of. So there's 90 plays, you're playing 90 plays. So you got to go out there and be ready for it. I think a guy like uh, Skarnekier and, you know, the other coaches, you know, prepared us, put us in the best situation week in and week out, and we're able to uh, come together as a team and be able to, uh, you know, put some Ws up that year. Joe, uh, last thing for you, and by the way, your memory, very good. Brady in that Washington game, he threw three picks. The fourth turnover was a Kevin Falk fumble. So Joe was on it in terms of, the four turnovers in that game, Washington played a clean one. That's a big part of the loss as well. But then, obviously, you guys, Joe, went on a hell of a run. Was there a game for you during that 03 season, Joe, where in your mind you were like, oh, okay, our hand is stamped. We know we are championship worthy. Was there a game in that season that stood out to you that kind of brought up those feelings? Um, I don't think there was no real game. I just think the camaraderie was a big part of it. Uh, you know, the guys that, you know, you hang around each other in the locker room and, you know, yeah, outside the locker room, but also knowing that, uh, you know, I don't even know if they have them anymore. They used to have tables in the locker room that, uh, you know, in the new lock in the new stadium, they used to have tables in the middle and that one table I brought in back in and board. And that was a whole, you know, ended up being a competitiveness, but it also was a fiasco. And, you know, guys got along and then ended up traveling with the boards. And then other guys had uh, they're playing dominoes. And then even some guys, you know, play some card games. But, you know, for instance, the competitiveness of uh, Brady, I'm sure Christian remembers him probably breaking every backgammon board possible that we brought in. He used to have to uh, send the uh, young equipment guys to go down to Toys R Us to go buy a new board because he slammed it and broke it because Copen, you know, was, uh, well, they started betting a dollar a chip. I don't know if anybody got paid off, but it was a dollar a chip, and I think 
I think Brady was down like over a grand, oh, you know, from a dollar, double or nothing, double or nothing. He kept on losing. He couldn't win. He couldn't win. And Copen was just, you know, under his skin. And he get pissed <laughs> off when he knows losing. And you see chips flying everywhere, slamming the board, breaking it, punching it, pieces flying everywhere. And all you can do is just laugh. Because, you know, like, uh, how competitive he is. And, you know, that's uh, what made him the person he is. Well, wow, great stuff, Joe. We uh, we we got to run. We appreciate you, friend. Thanks a bunch for the uh, the time and the walk down memory lane. Uh, good stuff from our friend Joe Andruzzi, and make sure to support the Joe Andruzzi Foundation. Joe, we'll catch up with you soon, man. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Joe. Joe.